And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is the Art of Health. So, how's everybody doing? Uh, different topic for today. I think it's been, maybe it's been a week since I did a podcast. It feels like a long time. I think it was probably a week ago. Um, new things uh, on the horizon, or in the horizon, I should say. The website is being redone. I've gotten whole bunch of questions about that this morning as to why the website's not working. It is being migrated to a different host, and it has been completely revamped, so it takes a little bit of time to reload, so to speak. So everybody is being communicated with on the email list, which you can still sign up to, in fact. The link is on Twitter, and I believe the link is still actually, the link is still working on both the old and the new site. So AlexanderJuanAntonioCortez.com, you can go sign up for the email list. But otherwise, no, no, no new content this week on the website, it's all going to be on the list. So that aside, that aside, topic to discuss today is one I have mentioned in the past, and that topic is content mindset. So I did not coin the term I unfortunately cannot give credit to who did. I don't really remember. It was someone on Twitter that was commenting on the fact that I produce a lot of content. And they called it content mindset. And it seemed a very apt term, a very apt word to describe how I do things. So what, what is content mindset and what are we talking about it in the context thereof? So to give a recap, I started... I, I had worked online in the past for someone else. I'd, I had worked for a mountain dog training dieting uh, back in 2014, 2015. So I, I had worked online in the past, but up until last year in really November, I had never worked for myself online. I had never focused on growing my website. I had started a website in 2000 and I think 2014 I started a website. Never did anything with it really. Posted occasionally. Had some few posts, had some things, maybe got 500 views, but had no real plans to turn it into anything. Really didn't know what to quite what to talk about or what the direction was. I didn't have a vision for the site, my website, when I first started. So that's 2014. Fast forward about two and a half years, and I was at a juncture with my career where the business startup I was working for in a way, it was a gym, but you could it was run like a startup uh, as a you know easy comparison, so I, I'll I'll say the startup gym I was working for in a way, I realized financially it was not going to be lucrative long term. I was simply I was not getting paid enough at all to sustain investing in that business further. The compensation was not one that I found reasonable in any way, and I realized you know what this is this is not working, and I'm in a position where I need to make money immediately. I didn't have savings at all. This because of the cost of living. The cost of living uh, during that time working for that uh, business ended up cutting into my savings significantly, and so I was at a point where my back was kind of against the wall. Yeah, in fact, I was going to be moving back to California. I wasn't. I knew I didn't want to work for somebody else again. Once I obviously had worked for. I had always worked for other people my entire twenties up until now. I'll be turning twenty eight in less than a month. So. This is back in, you know, October, November, and I'm wondering, what can I do to start making money online? And, you know, beyond that, what can I do to really grow a business? You know, not just, oh, I need to make money, but I did need to make money, but how can I start a business? And I got into this 
mentality, this mindset of, well, I obviously I have fitness expertise. I'm very good at what I do in that regard. I have expertise in writing. I've been, I had been writing professionally for four years at that point. So I knew how to write. I knew how to write well, you know, well enough that people would read it and people would pay me to write. So people would pay me for content. And I realized I my blog that I'd really not use all that much. I should use the blog. I should create an email list maybe. Maybe I can turn something out of that. Maybe I can you know, do affiliate marketing. Maybe I can create products to sell. And I'd already created one product already, already, which was an arm training program, which had been successful, actually. I launched it through Twitter. Um, you know, it's very much like, you know, guerrilla marketing. It was nothing, you know, planned, planned in the sensibility of, you know, I had this big strategic operation. I was just, you know, very, very tactical, but ended up being strategic, and it was effective. And I sold, you know, 20 copies of this arm program that was very effective and comprehensive that I wrote, got great feedback on it, got me thinking, you know what? Let me craft a vision for myself. Let me envision being a fitness resource for people in the next 10 to 20, 30, 40, 50 years. I'm going to envision myself as a philosopher of health, as someone that talks about and teaches mastery of being in regards to your physical, your mental, your emotional well-being, your, your body, how you practice, how you do with it. So I crafted this vision for myself. And this was, again, in... October, November of last year. And so I had this idea. Well, I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna use content. I'm gonna use what is I'm gonna use my edge. What is my edge? What is the one thing that I know I can do better than everybody else, or at least do better than most people, and is scalable? What can I leverage? On one hand, I'm a personal trainer. I'm very good at teaching people how to exercise, how to train, how to take care of their body. I can do that at a world-class level. I can say that without ego. I can. I know I can because I've been hired to do so many times over, and I feel confident in saying so. That said, however, that was not a leverageable skill. You can't scale one-on-one teaching in that way. I could. I could have made. You know, made, well, you can make videos on YouTube. You know, someone suggested that to me. I'm like, YouTube is not a medium where. Yeah, yes, I could do that, but in terms of growing something fast, and in regards to the amount of time and the editing process and the necessity of quality that would accompany making videos, YouTube videos did not seem to be the medium to engage upon. Writing, however, I knew I could do. And writing was something that, again, I knew I had, I'm not going to say world-class skill, but I'm confident that I can write better than, let's say, 90% of people. So I knew I could write well. I knew that I enjoyed writing, since I do. I enjoy writing immensely. I don't get tired of it. And I know that I can write fast. So writing is something that I could leverage. Now, obviously, getting paid to write is a heavy subject to get into. Have I been paid for articles many times over? Yes, absolutely. Have I been paid by companies to write for them? Yes, absolutely. But relative to making a living living at it and having it be something that was, you know, like as I said, I could scale, I could leverage... I didn't want to work for other people. I want to work for me. So how could I take my how could I take writing for myself and pay myself, so to speak? Well, content mindset. I got it into my head in November, based off of some interactions with a, I'd, I'd say a guru in, in the most respectful and honorable way possible, Ben Settle. Ben advocates emailing your email list three times a day. He advocates using an email list and using email marketing as a way to grow a business. 
Now, he talked about emailing every day or multiple times a day, which is very unheard of, honestly, you know, within, you know, I guess marketing at large. We tend to think of emails being harassment or, you know, people will get sick of you. But his approach of emailing often, I reconciled, I reconciled and integrated it with the idea that if you are an entrepreneur artist, an entrepreneurial artist in the 21st century, which is what you know, I might consider myself, I'm an entrepreneurial artist. If you're an artist in the 21st century, how do you create a following? How do you create a business around yourself? How do you create a market? How do you create an audience? Well, you have to have customers, but to have customers, you have to be producing. You have to always be creating. So I, I think back to the uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross thing with Alec Baldwin. You know, a, the ABCs, always be closing. Anyone that's seen that movie knows what I'm talking about. Always be closing. Coffee is for closers. Well, I took that and I applied it. Always be creating. Coffee is for creators. If you're an artist, if this was 1600 AD and you were an artist, you were an artisan and you crafted jewelry, the only way you would ever have patrons, the only way you would ever have customers, the only way you'd ever be commissioned to create something would be because you create something already. So it's an irony. To create anything, to grow an audience, you have to start from nothing. Now, this creates a mental obstacle for many people because if I tell you, well, start emailing, start writing every day, well, nobody's going to read it. Of course, nobody's going to read it yet, but no one ever will read it if you don't create it in the first place. So I got over that mental hurdle very quickly just because... It seems sensible that if I was going to go all in on this and work for myself, well, I better go. And, you know, if you're going to do something and do it well, it's probably worth overdoing. So I better overdo this. So I told myself I'm going to email my list three times a day. I'm going to send out three emails every single day to my email list. My email list at that time, and I've shown statistics for this, my email list when I started, it was around 300 people. As of today right now, it is at 2,902. So that's, yeah, end of November. So that's about, you know, say in 100 days, I have grown my email list by what? 19 times? Or no, I'm sorry, nine, nine times, essentially. You know, almost, I've almost 10X'd it. In, in, in not even four months, I have ten, almost 10X. In four months, I will have 10X'd my email list. How did I do that? I emailed three times a day. How, and the question, of course, is, well, how could you email us three times a day? What could you possibly talk about three times a day? Content mindset. So this goes down. Finally, we get to the nitty-gritty. What is content mindset? Content mindset is where you use everything within your domain of expertise, your domain of practice. You use everything for content creation. What does that mean? What is everything? Let me say it more simple. Content mindset is where you use anything to talk about what you're selling. How do you do that? You learn how to tell a story. So it doesn't matter what the market is. At this point, I, I feel confident that I could create content for literally any market and any subject if I want to pursue you know, being a copywriter. But the point being, content mindset, well, how do you do that? You learn how to tell a story. Content is storytelling. If I am a business and I sell insurance, how could you possibly email insurance three times a day? Tell stories about insurance in some way, somehow. Now, my domain is health. I talk about people's health. I have no limitations on the different subjects I can talk about because if you can interconnect 
that subject back to health, if I can interconnect a subject back to being healthy, I can talk about it. So I have no issue emailing three times a day. I could email probably five or six times a day if I really wanted to. This for the, you know, I wouldn't do that just because it, I'd be writing all day. But within a six-hour time frame, can I craft three effective emails and send them out and people will buy things from them and there's affiliate links and they'll, you know, maybe they won't buy, but they'll go back to the website? Yes, absolutely I can. Because every single email I send is a story of some kind. I'm, I can, I, what is content mindset? I'll make it even simpler now. Content mindset equals storytelling. Content mindset equals storytelling. You have to be a storyteller. How do you tell stories? Well, you're very lucky because I'm going to give you the secret right now. If you can tell a story, you have infinite material in the world because you have all of human history available to you and you have infinite ideas available to you. Ideas are the one currency. Ideas are the one currency that are infinite in value. They are infinite in quantity. There's no limitation on how many different things you can think of. Now, if you're not a storyteller, you're not somebody that considers yourself creative at all, where you don't tell stories, you don't tell jokes, you don't like explaining things, yeah, I could readily say that content mindset is not for you. It probably is something, you know, emailing three times a day is probably not something you're going to do. Emailing once a day is a massive struggle for people. But if you are someone who's creative, or even if you're not wanting to email three times a day, but you want to copy the overall strategy of more frequent communication, almost anyone that's remotely slightly creative that has an inkling of being able to describe, tell, explain, visualize, present something, anyone, any company could take this. You know, they could take the strategy and run with it. It is free and open to everybody that's listening to this. So with the content mindset, what I do? I email my list three times a day. What do I talk about? Well, I can talk about exercise. That's a big subject. I can talk about how people's lives have been changed by exercise. I could talk about my experiences being hungover and how I didn't want to go exercise. I could talk about clients that quit. I could talk about people I talked to that I want. I could talk about how I watched somebody get hit by a car and the horrific experience that was and finding out later that they were okay at the hospital because they had worked out. I could talk about people that have died from exercise. I could talk about the election and how that stressed people out and the rising cortisol levels affect people's health. I can talk about anything because what is my domain of expertise? Health. What affects your health? Everything in your environment you expose yourself to. Every single thing, every source of stimulus, all of it affects your health. I could write a post right now. I'm looking up, so I'm at my computer right now. I'm looking in front of me. I have a picture in front of me from the gym I worked at when I was training the kids and a friend of mine. I could write an email about how surrounding yourself in a positive visual environment creates an atmosphere for flow and creative work and that helps lower stress levels. I could talk about the research attached to that. I can make recommendations as to how to go about creating that environment. I can make recommendations of what desk I use. I could talk about how when I was working in an environment that was very bland and stark, it created a negative mindset. I can talk about all these different realms now, all these different subjects. What am I fundamentally talking about? I'm talking about health. I'm talking about making you less stressed out. I'm not limited with what I can discuss because I can connect anything to everything else in the world. That's content mindset. That is telling a story. So long as I can tell a story of some kind in the context of my subject of health, I am not limited in what I can write about at all, not even remotely. Now, you can imagine, or at least I could imagine, if I was 
let's say, someone that is religious. Let's say I'm Christian, and I want to start a newsletter for men about you know, being a Christian man. Well, that's even better, because Christianity is literally all-encompassing. Now I, have the whole, I can talk about the whole universe now, the meaning of life, readily, at any given time, because now I have a religious system. I have a, you know, not even a religious system, I have a theistic system of belief to back up everything I'm saying. So, you know, health definitely affects how you live. But let's talk about the meaning of what is life in general. My God, that, that would be so easy to create content for. What other things could I create content for that would be easy? Well, if you're Christian, if you, you know, I'm Jewish. Now, I don't recruit being, you know, obviously I'm not going to recruit people to Judaism. If I want to start a, you know, a newsletter for a Jewish man, if I want to start a newsletter for a synagogue, if I want, if I, if I am someone that I am Muslim, you know, like my buddy uh, Nabil Aziz, I was interviewed on his podcast. He's a Muslim man. He has become the alpha Muslim. He has the entire Quran and all of Muslim doctrine and teaching and history to work with, with his subjects. That's massive. I've, I, I'm, and I know he's, I would like to think he's, I hope, I hope, yeah, let me say this, I hope he's doing pretty well. I think he is. Since he has a very massive, powerful subject to, to talk about and write about. Same as anyone else that covers a subject that touches upon many particular points of life. The contention, or rather the obstacles that come with picking a niche. People have this idea where they don't want to pick a niche because, oh, it's going to limit me. I'm only going to talk about one thing. No, a niche does not limit you. You limit yourself because you're thinking small. You're not thinking big. If you want to talk about something, you can talk about it. You just have to talk about it in context. Can you take this subject and relate it back to what you are trying to speak of, sell of, promote, what have you, whatever. Can you connect it? If you can, then it's open for discussion. If you can use it, then you can use it. Now, if you're thinking that, well, I, let's say I'm a, you know, I have a book in front of me. I have Carl Jung, Man and His Symbols. Let's say I was a rare book collector. I can't imagine the stories that go along with having to collect rare books and the people that collect those kinds of things and finding those kinds of books. Again, I'm just giving you, you, all you guys, I'm giving you, all of you listeners examples. How can you use content mindset for your business, for marketing? You can use it for anything. You're not thinking creative. You're not thinking like a storyteller. You're thinking like a marketer. Well, what do I talk about with books? Do I just list the sales I'm having? No, you tell a fucking story about the book. Let's say I had an autographed copy of Man and His Symbols. Let's say it was a first edition autographed copy somehow. And I found it. And I found it at an old lady's home in Pasadena. And she told me how her husband got it, who's been dead for 50, you know, goddamn years. But he got this book because he wanted to meet Young back in 1970, 80, I don't even know when Young died. Back in 1900, whatever. So he went and he flew to Switzerland and he met him and he had him sign his copy of the book. And that's an incredible story. You put all that into an email? Once a week, and then you list, you know, and the, you know, let's say it's for sale, and it's worth, you know, three thousand dollars. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just pulling numbers out of a hat here. This is a completely made up story. That's a powerful email that would sell. That would sell. That hit, what does that hit upon? It hits on human emotion. It hits on visual imagery. It hits on a narrative. It tells you a story. Again, a story it tells you a tale about the, the product. It makes it relevant to the person's life. It gives you a personal connection with the audience. I just made that up right now, sitting here, just looking at a book in front of me. How do you? How do I do content mindset? You have to think creative. You have to be an artist. You have to find the artistic spark in yourself. Now, for some people, I know this isn't, you know, as 
artful man would say, this is an inferior function. Not everybody thinks in this manner or think creatively. But everyone has some creative expression in them. may not be like mine, but it's yours. And I know what I do is not special. I am not that smart. You know, there's no limitation. If you can work online, you can market online, you could be doing what I'm doing. You know, and what have the results been? I've been talking about this. What have your results been? Well, like I said, I took it. So in the last, let's just say, let's say four months. So four months since I got it in my head to have an email list to now, I have independently sold, if I pull up PayPal, I've sold $11,000 on PayPal in four months of, you know, starting my own, my own hustle. I'm like, okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not, you know, obviously I'm not making, I'm not rolling in money. But to go from zero to 11000 like I can live with that. So I've gone from zero to eleven thousand dollars in revenue. I've gotten my number. I've gotten another roughly four thousand dollars. Yeah, I know. If you, uh, I will happily send pictures of checks to people. Don't believe me. You know, these these are modest numbers, guys. This this is an, I'm an independent individual person. So in four months, I've had eleven thousand dollars in sales. I've had four thousand dollars in writing jobs. I've gotten from emailing a lot from people that want me to write for them. They've been on the email list. I've got an email list that's almost at 3,000 people. It will probably be at 3,000 within two or three days. I've added 50 to 60 to 70 to, and in some cases, 100 people to the email list every single day. And my web traffic, as of right now, it, last year I had about 48,000 total views, and I am on track to have around 59,000 at the end of March. So in the first three months of 2017, I will have the same... I, in the first three months of 2017, I will have... 10% more total views on my website than I did in all of 2016. So again, so I can estimate, let's say, in, in 2017, from emailing my email list three times, three times a day, and people are going to the website, I'll probably 10x my website views. In 2017, compared to 2016, I'll probably end up 30xing the size of my email list. I'm on track to have around at least 7,000 email subscribers by the end of these, this year. So, so in a year from now, a year from now from when I started this, from November to November of 2016, 2017, it's quite possible I can end up at 10,000 email subscribers. In a year, I'm one person doing all of this myself on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram with a website. And my secret, my incredible master strategy, I email people three times a day. And I talk about stuff. I tell stories. Now, I do other things. You could say, well, you also tweet a lot. Yeah, I do tweet a lot. I post on Facebook. But I've taken these free services, which cost me zero money, zero dollars, and I've managed to do everything myself with no external help other than having someone redo my website recently. I haven't hired a marketer. I haven't paid for Facebook ads. I haven't promoted any, you know, done promoted tweets or any of that shit. I'm doing this myself. This is not hard. Anyone could be doing what I'm doing if you have a enough expertise, and you have a subject you like to talk about. Content mindset. You take everything in the world, and you make it an inspiration to yourself. You have infinite possibility to create them. You have infinite, infinite ideas. As I said before, ideas are infinite in quantity. There is no limitation on it. If you can connect anything to everything else, you can sell, promote, create whatever you want. So, Hopefully you guys found that somewhat insightful. I will end that there to, as always, or not as always, but to always make sure to say thank you to everybody that's left an iTunes review. 
And thank you to everybody that has supported the podcast on Patreon. I have been attempting to, I did attempt to make videos, but I realized that I, I need a quality camera set up. My old little MacBook is not quite enough to do quality videos for YouTube or even upload them <laughs> in any reasonable time frame. So hopefully with an increase in Patreon and obviously with a capital coming in from the website and all that, we'll be able to get videos going by summer. But thank you to everybody that support everything. Thank you to all the customers. Thank you to the readers. Thank you to everybody that has made this possible. So any questions, fire them my way. Get on the email list. You know my name, alexanderjuanantoniocortez.com. And I will talk to you guys again.